Washington football addicts, baby. Let's go. Washington football addicts. We've been repping for years. Always keeping it real. It's Rod, Steve, Devin, Phil. We talking about latest deals and what goes on on the field and happenings with the team. So listen if you a fiend. Hey, Washington football addicts. Welcome to Pod 84. It's your boy, Rod. And we are back with some more drama for you guys. And it's it's regular season. We're actually doing it for real this time. No more preseason punch. So uh, as always, we have Phil introduced the pod. So Phil, kick it off, brother. We are doing pod number 84. And if you're a fan of this team, you better know who I'm going to introduce. It is the third member of the posse we've discussed in the past few weeks, Gary Clark. Um the pride of uh, Southwestern Virginia and JMU, go Dukes! And uh, let's put it this way: he's two, two, two-time Super Bowl champion. Um, he is. He has statistics that are on par with Hall of Famers, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. I can go on for a long time talk about how that man should be in the Hall of Fame because he was kind of the prototype for the current you know slot receiver. You know, small, quick, twitch kind of guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I could go on forever. But you all know Gary Clark, so I'm not going to go into all the details. Uh, definitely, man. And always salute to some of the, the former Redskins or Washington football team greats that we used to have be part of us. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest joining us today. And I want to introduce Kev, or Kevin, rather, from the Charger chat podcast so kevin thanks for joining us man how you doing yeah i'm good man it's my pleasure it's so fun to talk to other team fans and other podcasts so this is awesome thanks for having me on definitely man we love to do the enemy intel so we would definitely want to hear some of your feedback as we move forward with this pod but one thing that always strikes us when we talk before we hit play you're in the middle of the country so you're not necessarily in charger land so what's your fan story how did you become a fan of the San Diego slash Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I, I grew up in San Diego. So okay. my dad, my dad was a Charger fan, and me, my brother, my family were Charger fans. So we had season tickets early and we, you know, I got started really when we went to the Super Bowl back in 94. And like that was kind of the beginning of my process of being a Charger fan. I was a young kid back then. So um that's kind of how it happened. And then um I moved to Missouri. Um, my other podcast host moved to Idaho. My brother stayed in San Diego and then you know, right when we were having that crazy time where we were moving and we were in a soccer stadium and all this stuff happening, we just weren't feeling the Charger community at all. It sucked. Like the energy was wasn't great. So yeah. we decided to come together and start a shamelessly positive podcast about the Chargers. And that's Charge Chat. Awesome, man. No, I love it. So how long have you guys been doing your podcast now? We started in 2019. So it was Phil Rivers last year. And then uh, this is our, our coming on our third year. So it's been fun, man. It's a slow incremental growth and uh, a lot of awesome interaction with like chargers we met sean merriman talked to austin eckler like it's it's just been it's been a it's been a fun roller coaster and it's it's just getting bigger so it's been fun awesome i'm i I definitely want to say we're jealous of you because you go from phil rivers to justin herbert (laughs) you're telling me oh my god i'll I'll keep it pg but i'm I'm giving you something other than thumbs up right now for sure you know we're struggling We're, we're we're hating ourselves Every year, it seems, with the quarterback situation. But, uh, no, that, that's pretty cool, man. So, so, so are you saying you would rather have taken the quarterback over Young? Hey, that's another pot, another discussion. But, hey, a quarterback is is always 
the base of the, of the team, man. I mean, Trace Young has been phenomenal for us. I'm wearing his jersey this evening. But, uh, you all heard it here first on Washington Axe that Rod has said he would rather have. Hey, sacks, sacks are fun. Touchdowns are way more fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll kick it to the next segment, man. Really kind of just jump off because we know we got a game going on. And, and we're, we're, we hate Dallas so much we're pulling their <laughs> everyone. Pulling the league. Look at us. Let's let's listen to us talk. But, um, hey, the Chargers offseason. So we we talked about the Washington football team ad nauseum. But one thing I want to take away and kind of we want to get your feedback, man. Your new head coach, you set, he sat out like eight stars. I'm just going to run through them real quick. So Justin Herbert didn't play a single preseason snap. Derwin James, Austin Eckler, who's kind of been banged up recently. I've been following the, uh, the injury report. Tight end Jared Cook, center Corey Lindsley, right tackle Brian Beluga, and defensive tackle Linval Joseph. How do you guys feel going into week one without having that side of those preseason snaps? I'm feeling amazing because the Chargers usually week one, we're missing a whole bunch of those guys you just named are not playing. So the fact that we're walking into this game healthy – and I know there's been a lot blown up about Austin Eckler's status, but he's tweeting like, can't wait for Sunday after the news about his hamstring. So I'm not worried about Austin Eckler. The fact that we're walking in with a healthy Derwin James, like everyone is like in good shape. This is I, preseason is whatever. Like we can, we all been talking about it. Like it, there might be a little rust, but you know, I'll take healthy guys with a little rust as opposed to not having the guys on our team. All right. So Steve, how, how do you feel about uh, Kevin's assessment there? Do you do you agree, disagree? Uh, well, I one, I'll, I'll say that I was extremely impressed with Justin Herbert last year. I was very fond of Justin Herbert, and I kind of wish kind of wish he would have fell. Or not fell, I wish we would have at least considered him over, over Chase Young, but I love Chase Young. But you're right. Touchdowns wins games. Sacks are, sacks are not as sexy. But um, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, is Justin Herbert good enough to for you to have enough confidence to think he's going to be fine just based off you saw with one year? I mean, I don't know. I don't watch him close enough. I know if we had a second-year quarterback, given our history of god-awful quarterbacks, I would be petrified. Clearly, he's not the type of ca- caliber quarterback that we've had lately. So, I mean, I guess there's got to be some – I mean, were they were they practicing? It was a conscious decision not to play. So, I'm assuming they went to all the all the walkthroughs. They did all the practices. They're not injured. They're healthy. So they probably took mental reps. I mean, as a, as a fan, yeah, I'd be a little worried if if my my players, my my key players, weren't playing. But I mean, we don't even have our number two wide receiver in Chris Samuel. He's been injured for four months. So yeah. at the end of the day, they're professionals. This is the coach's decision. I'm sure it was well thought out. So they just got to perform. Well, with Justin Herbert, the thing that a lot of, like you like to remind everybody is that like last year he had no off season. He was the right. third string quarterback. He threw to Keenan Allen once in um, off, you know, during the off season. So the fact that he stepped in, did what he did without any of that, he had no. Thanks to the team game. doctor. Thanks to the Thank team you. doctor. Little little Shotsky. <laughs> I love Tyrod Taylor. By the way. I love Tyrod Taylor. I love Tyrod It talk about like the, the beginning <laughs> of an awesome story. Like that's just <laughs> crazy how that all happened. But that's like a that's like a villain story, man. It's a horror movie. He got <laughs> shot in the chest. And like, that's crazy. But the, he didn't have any preseason games last year. And you saw what he did when he stood out, you know, went out on the field against the Super Bowl defending Chiefs. And we took him to overtime. So in turn, I think it's more about like you're, we're looking at a different season now. You're looking at an extra game. And I know that doesn't seem like a lot, but it is a lot. You want these guys to play their best football at the end of the year. And skipping on the preseason, like, we'll, we'll see. But I'm feeling pretty good about it. 
So if you want them to play their best football at the end of the year, are you saying you guys are going to go 0 one? No, hell no. One no for sure. Dude. <laughs> but but, but Kevin, before I before I before I pass my my on, uh, the new coach, um, Brandon Staley. Staley Brandon yeah. Staley. I mean, do you think there's going to be a not a, a gelling? You know, at times sometimes it takes time for a coach to you know find his groove with his player, especially his quarterback. I mean, without having any any reps in the, in the and is he is he an offensive guy or a defensive guy? I don't know much he, about Staley. So so here's the thing with Staley. This is why it's so exciting. Like we've had Gus Bradley the last three four years, and our defense has been very very vanilla, very just don't let big plays happen. Brandon Staley, defensive coordinator of the Rams last year, had the number one defense right. in the league. With Nick Bay, so that's right. What I've seen just from preseason games with backups, the way we're playing, how aggressive we are. Everyone says how difficult his defense is to to analyze and the, to find the mic, to find all this stuff. It's, they disguise it so well. So I, I am a die. I, I love the offense. I love watching Justin Herbert throw the ball. And I'm usually like, Oh God, when is this defense going to get off the field? Totally different for me after watching these preseason games. Like it's going to be a different charger team. Um, when you see us on Sunday, cause I, I think we're going to come after you, bro. It's coming fast. Okay. I like to hear it. So Phil, are, are you, are you worried about any rust that we may have on our side of the ball as well? Well, I'm just I'm curious about Fitz Magic. Tell me a little bit about Fitz Magic, if you don't mind. Well, I'll tell you I'll tell you this. Um, I've warmed up to the idea personally. Um, I came out here the very first pod we did after we signed him, and I said, "Hey, if you want a bearded 38 year old to throw a bunch of interceptions, I'll take half his money." <laughs> and I can do that. But the more I started analyzing and, and looking through what he's done um, and the situations he's been in, I felt more comfortable with it. Uh, I went to training camp I, and I saw how he was commanding the offense. I felt comfortable with it. I like the fact that he can make plays with his legs. He's not a statue back there. Um, even at 38 years old, he's still mobile. And I think that you know, he's a poor man's Brett Favre is the best way you can describe him. He's a gunslinger who's who's got some mobility to him. And uh, it's going to be different because we're so used to guys we have to play it safe with because they're not – either they're inexperienced or they just don't have that arm and they don't have that mentality. And one of the things we have to realize is, is with Fitzpatrick – you're going to have to deal with the good and the bad. The bad is he's going to throw probably as many interceptions as we saw last year between three, four quarterbacks. But he's going to throw more touchdowns. Sure, That's just how he is. And I think that with all the other weapons we put in place in this offense, and that's the thing people forget, we got Curtis Samuel who will be back probably around week three, I'm thinking. You'll still get him 14 games. Got Adam Humphreys in there who's a capable slot receiver. Uh, we picked up Jarrett Patterson in the draft. We have, you know, a blossoming tight end in Logan Thomas. We got drafted another good tight end in John Bates. And Toyo Gibson's back. He should be healthy. Uh, so we have bolstered this offense to be fairly competent and to play fast, to go along with everybody, you know, who we already know, like a Terry McLaurin. So I think Fitzpatrick's going to have a lot of weapons to play with. And hopefully he doesn't get too reckless with having all these weapons, but he has talent around him. And I think that he can give that talent a chance to grow. Um, another one to watch for you guys to watch is De'Ami Brown. We drafted him 
uh, in fourth round, or I'm sorry, late third round. And uh, he's just a straight burner. He's a guy who will take the top off of any defense. And uh, if Fitz wants to drop that 50 ball, 50 50 ball to him, good things can happen. Well, Kevin, before we kick it to Deb for the next segment, I did want to kind of follow up with what you said earlier. You said you're not concerned with Austin Eckler being injured. You think he'll be good Sunday. So, with, with that, like who, who's the depth behind him if he isn't really ready to go on Sunday? So, we have Justin Jackson, who's been like the longtime RB2 for our team. He's finally healthy, he's never healthy. So, um, him and then the one that I'm the most excited about because I am from Missouri and I live next to the University of Missouri is Larry Roundtree. Um, he he looked awesome in uh, preseason. So, you know, I think it's definitely, you know, it's Eckler's job, but I think the guys spelling him, the guys are going to come in. It's it's going to be a unique backfield. Um, and I think I think it'll be effective. And the, the biggest thing for us right now is that fully revamped offensive line. We have one returning guy, Brian Bulaga, on our offensive line. Otherwise, completely new, completely new offensive line. So um, I'm as excited about what this team's going to look like as what you're about to face because I don't know. Like we, This is a brand new situation. We had almost, I think it was like 23 new players on our roster. Like it's been a big turnover. So it's it's going to be an exciting wow. season for us. And I can't wait to see, you know, the big one for me is, you know, Rashawn Slater versus your boy, Young. You know, that's been the, the storyline that everybody's been talking about. And I hope he picks up where he left off in college because that'd be pretty sweet for us. I have a feeling that Dev might talk about that. If not, I'm sure we'll touch it. So, Dev, <laughs> man, I, it, it was going to be my, my matchup. That or Terry McLaurin versus, uh, you know, Michael Davis or Chris Harris Jr. Uh, that was going to be it. But after you said that you had an all-new line but Beluga Ooh, and you didn't wait. play preseason – and you're going to play go. against Sweat, Young, Ionitis, Settles, Payne, and and Moses, Thomas, all the other guys that follow him? I don't know what half of those people are. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, come on, Kevin. You're being facetious. There's no way. There's no way. I mean, I'm trying to figure out the over-under. We're going to sack that guy, man. Good luck. He's a hope. He's a scrambler, man. He didn't, you know, he it's not easy to get him down. He's a big boy, six six six, two fifty. It's not I mean, easy. You're not sounds, gonna, you're not sounds gonna like, blow him sounds over. Sounds like our smallest defensive lineman. I don't know. We'll see. You got, <laughs> we got six, six defensive linemen. You got a linebacker that's six five, two sixty. I mean, I don't know. You got to remember, Herbert. Herbert is not Herbert is not the token Oregon quarterback that we know of the past. The uh, the Mariotas. Yeah, like. He's, he was, he's pro he's ready. He, he he surprised everybody. And he gets rid yeah. of the ball quickly. He doesn't take a lot of like. I would still it, take Chase Young, man. Here, here, still take, here. You, you can get three more Justin Herberts in the next two drafts, man. You're not going to get another Chase Young. I'll tell you I'm this. Sorry. My we have a bold prediction at the wow. end of each episode, and our, our most recent one is: I don't think Chase Young's getting a sack in this game. What? I don't know. I don't know what your other guys. Well, are hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't think he's getting. I feel, like, I feel like it's a bet. I feel like it's a bet. You have a. Oh, great... Let's go. I, I got a Venmo. I Let's do that, this. Bro. I watched. You that, shave that. You're the only one with hair. You got to shave that thing, man. We're all jealous of that. You know. <laughs> I, I have a little. It's bit. my Herbert. It's my Herbert vibes. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I heard that pod, and I, I remember listening to y'all talk about it. And your thought process was, well, Rashawn Slater, top draft pick. He's going to shut him down. And the thing that I have to break it to you guys is that Chase Young plays the majority of his snaps over right tackle. 
So it's going to be Chase Young versus Brian Beluga. Well, that'll be even easier because then he won't have to see him very often. That'll be easier for Rashawn yeah. to win that No, because Rashawn sure. still got – here's what, Sam, On the here? other side, you have Montez Sweat. <laughs> I'm going to find a way to flip everything you say back. So just keep <laughs> going. Hold on. Hold on. I was prepared for that. Okay. So you got Montez Sweat on the other side. Montez Sweat is also a first-round pick. He actually led this team in sacks last year, not Chase Young. He's a first-round talent. He's an elite edge rusher as well. So you're going to have both sides – of that pocket being pushed back. Now, Rashawn Slater, great talent. I thought he was one of the best linemen in the draft. But it is his first game, and you know these guys, both young and sweat, because we know their mentality. We've been watching them play. They're going Anytime they line up over them, they're going to want to eat them alive because that's just a, they have that real competitive nature. And I can see – where you know having Slater on one side, but Beluga is kind of a question mark. He's not a great right tackle. Now we have our own deal because we have a right tackle who's a rookie, and I'm terrified about him. Oh, Cosby, yeah, it's going to yeah. be a problem. Yeah. I love you talk about your defense Cosby. as much as you want. I'm excited about the other side of that as well. Yeah. That is well, Kevin, Kevin, transition to that. Listening to your, your guys' last there. podcast as well as what yeah. they said, you guys. Well, I don't know who it, who who it was, but you guys did a profile on Sam Cosme coming into the draft because yeah. you guys thought that maybe there was a chance that Charlie yeah, would him up. If we didn't go tackle in the first round, he would be like right. our, the guy we'd want to pick up in the second if he was right. there. So for me, I am semi-terrified of Joey Bosa versus Sam Cosme because I, I don't know what to expect of Cosme. I didn't watch him at Texas. Yes, I watched a little bit of here and there. We saw him in the preseason a little bit, but it's Joey Bosa, so – I think what's going to happen. You got to, you got to neutralize him. You got to chip him. We saw people. I mean, it took, sometimes it took three people to get rid of chase. So chase didn't have the metrics that the sack numbers, but he had the metrics in disruptions or, you know, and that's what Bosa brings to the table too. So he might not get the sacks, but it's going to take two people to neutralize him. And you're taking, that's another person who's out of the play. Sure. So, you know, that, 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 that's, that makes a, that's a big deal to me is, is the Bosa, Cosme matchup. That's that's one of my key matchups that I'm looking for for week one to see how that goes because uh, you, you, just, you, you slide you slide your all pro right guard and bring the sheriff over to clip him, or you get John Bates, who's one of the best blocking tight ends in the league already. You get him to come in and and, and you know double team on the block. There's ways you can do this, and we got the depth and the talent to make it happen. Well, I think you're, we're talking about Joey because he's the big name. He's the easy name, right? We have a guy on our team that we just picked up. Kyler Fackrell. Yeah. And I think he's going to get at least one sack in this game. The guy looks awesome. Um, and not only that, um, Nuosu, um, our guy that – I just feel like our defensive coordinator the past couple of years has really been holding these guys back. And what I've seen in these preseason games, because a lot of those guys played, it was disruptive. So I, I am not going to pretend that you guys don't have an amazing defensive line because that's what you guys are known for. That's what your the highlight of your team is. But I think – it's going to be a very intense defensive battle, but I think it's going to come down to quarterback play. I think it's just going to – that's just what it is. It's going to I be – I think Michael Davis is the key for you guys, man. Because if you go in nickel and dime packages, he slides to – he uh, what's, what the other, what's his name? The Chris – Chris Harris. Chris Harris, he slides to slot, right? Doesn't he defend slot? Mm-hmm. McLaurin doesn't go slot. So that means there's most of the time when they're in sub packages, you're going to have Michael Davis on McLaurin. That's I, that's the way I chose that matchup. I, that's going to be interesting. And then also, Derwin James is playing all over the field. They have a new position ah. in our defense called Star and Money. And basically, the way they're moving these guys around, it's not your your normal nickel dime packages. It is very fluid and very dynamic. So 
I think I think our defense is going to take a lot of people by you know catch them off guard this game. Derwin James healthy. I I love finally Derwin finally. James coming out of the draft. We I all, I, we I, I so bad. Yeah, so we bad. needed that safety position field yeah. so bad, and I I wish we would have taken him. And it was unfortunate to see him go down because I I really thought Derwin James is could have the potential to be the next coming of Sean Taylor. He was getting those sort of hype coming out of the draft. Yeah, so. and he's calling our defense. Usually linebackers call, you have the green dot, and they make the calls. Derwin James is the quarterback of our defense, which is very rare. So he's a smart player, wow. and he does yeah. everything. So Which I, which scares me. My, my second point, and I'll shut up, about my other matchup I want to see is Jared Cook versus our linebackers. Because historically, we have no middle linebackers that can cover tight ends for shit and it's always a problem the seam down the middle is always open we got our first round pick jamin davis he's athletic we don't know what he's going to be so jared cook has the potential to 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 put up some numbers if if la chooses to exploit that because we don't know what davis is going to do he's very fast he's very athletic but we just don't know and tight ends have always just destroyed us always we give make evan ingram look like a pro bowler yeah. yeah, but Steve, I will say this. We saw that once Cole Holcomb came back later in, later in the season from injury last year, our ability to cover tight ends did improve drastically because he can actually do it. Now, granted, he can he's only one man. He's got to cover different parts of the field, obviously, and John Bostic just does not drop deep enough. But I think Jamin Davis has the athleticism to – you know, you just put those two out there. I've been saying this since – well, I've been saying this for for months now. I really think you're not going to see a base four three out of this team. It's going to be I, a four two five. I think, I think the Buffalo nickel. You're going to have Cam Curl, who is one of the best rookies uh, that we had last year as as one safety, and at the other safety, you've got Landon Collins, who was playing pretty well, you know, in the box when he was playing in the box until he got hurt last season. So I think that there's you can mitigate some of the speed that the Chargers bring because the Chargers do bring a lot of speed on the field, a lot of of offensive talent. What are you you guys going to do about our six foot seven tight end Parham? Cause he's a matchup nightmare. Donald Parham. Clip him at the knees. (laughs) Cheap shot. Come on, Kevin. You're better than that, Phil. Is there, do you have an up? Have you heard anything? (laughs) I played offensive line and defensive line. (laughs) There's there's, there's, there's no fighting eye gouging, groin shots. Exactly. Hey, Kevin, have you heard anything else about Austin Eckler? Uh, basically, it's everyone overreacting on Twitter and, and everywhere. Um, I follow him on I follow him on Twitter, and he's like, see you guys on Sunday, posting like a hype video. So Deception. here's the thing with our with our new coaching staff. They've been very, you know, they, they have the gloves on when it comes to anybody pulling up with anything. So no matter what it is, he's I think he'll be he was out of practice again today. I think he'll practice tomorrow. He was standing on the sideline with his helmet on, ready to go. He just didn't get into practice. So I, I'm not worried about it. Oh, awesome, man. So we, you kind of had some hot takes earlier. So we're going to segue to one of the final segments, I guess. So, Phil, what's your hot take and or maybe a final score prediction for this game? My hot take is we come out fast and furious on both sides of the ball in ways that we're not used to. Well, we're used to it on defense. We saw it last season in the opener against Philly when we dropped eight sacks on, on Carson Wentz. Um, I think you'll see that, but I think on offense, I really get this. I get this feeling that 
they're going to let uh, you know Fitzpatrick unleash the cannon a little bit, and you'll see two quick scores, and then it's going to settle into a defensive game after that. Um, but I think those two scores are what are going to get us you know the win. And I predicted this last night on uh, on Manny's podcast. Go check that out. And uh, I'll I'll say it here. I predict twenty eight seventeen Washington. Not on this right. defense, buddy. Not happening. Sorry. Uh, you got to place the preseason games for me. It feels confident as you. Yeah, do. that's a lazy take. No, we're good. We're <laughs> no, it's not. It's gonna be good. You know, I, I kind of agree with him because I'm like, you could say he didn't play any snaps or anything, but Fitzpatrick only played like twelve. Like, I mean, is it? Fitzpatrick's been in the league a lot longer than. I get. I get that. Too. Herbert. I get that. Too. Justin Herbert got one off season. And he's he's played he's got two seasons down under his belt and has played zero preseason games. Uh, you Doesn't know, need him. Rookie of the year didn't play any preseason games. I'm feeling this. You're making my point. I love it. We got rookie of the year too. Oh, Phil, I love it. We got rookie of the year too, and our rookie of the year is going to meet your rookie of the year in your backfield twice. We'll see. Ooh. We got an all pro rookie of the year. I'm writing all this down just so you know when it's so over. That's, so that's two sacks. That's a hot take. So. Because Kevin said that Chase Young wouldn't have any sacks, I think, earlier. And you just Goose said egg. two. Goose egg. Okay. I think I, I think I'm hoping Nitus, that we at least split the difference and he gets one. <laughs> split the difference. I think Ionitis gets off, man. Ionitis, that's another thing. That's what I think. Don't sleep on the game. interior line. Who's she? Oh shit! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm the enemy. I'm playing. I'm the enemy. I'm playing. Hey, hey, hey! You, you, you can make that joke to you realize that he could deadlift all five of us. Oh yeah, he'd destroy me. I'm just making, making funnies. He is, he is a beast. Like he just forklifts offensive linemen into the backfield. He's that kind of guy. So Dev, I'm gonna kick it to you, bro. What's your what's your hot take? What's your final score prediction for this game? Uh man, I don't think it's gonna be easy. I <clears throat> maybe I've 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 watched that. I listened to some radio show this morning. Uh, I don't know if it's 980 or whatever. The fan, I don't know the local channels up there, but there's some guy that said there's like a small hint that Ron is messing with everybody about Curtis Samuel. They're like, if he's got it growing, why not put him on IR for three weeks so you can bring somebody up? But he's refusing to do it, and they're not even, and he's not even like reading them on the injury report. He's just putting do not practice. So there's people saying that he's doing a little gamesmanship that he's not really hurt at all. That's what it's the going word is. That feels he's like Mike now. Shanahan all over again, yeah. right? And I, now, I think I, he's hurt. I think he's hurt, but I think that makes his, the Chargers prepare a little bit differently in case he were to play. Maybe that's what's so that's what's smart. so fun about week one. We have yeah, no right. idea what our each yeah, other's right. teams are. I remember There's we thought no this way we had RG3 and then we saw yeah. the Saints game. We was like, this dude ain't playing no preseason rookie, he ain't gonna be and then the Saints happened, shocking all. You know what? It could happen. I'm just I'm, I'm not saying it's gonna happen. You're but, giving Kevin think, ammunition no, for no, no, Justin no, Herbert think, not playing, think, man. Think, think about this though. Think about this. <laughs> think about this. I think our defense is better than their defense, but I think their offense is better than our offense. Right, I think the gap in our offense and their defense is smaller, is, is wider rather than the gap between our offense and their defense. I think their defense will be better against our offense than our defense will against their offense. That's what I'm trying to say. If you understand what I'm saying, I gotta get that. I, made, I gotta get I that, that, I gotta I gotta get that phone number, bro. I want to text you. I like you. You're pumping me up. You're getting me excited. But, uh, no, no, I, I think y'all gonna lose. But I just don't think it's good. I think y'all yeah, gonna lose. This way to tell me I was gonna lose. Yeah, gonna I really lose. appreciate you, lose, man. But I, I think it's not gonna be easy. I mean, it, I don't think what it's gonna got? be easy. 
24 and 17. Red Wolves. <laughs> Red Wolves. Eddie's <laughs> calling the team name. He's got a lot of predictions. <laughs> it was between it was it was between that and Fast Blacks, but they didn't want to. want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> want to go there. Yeah. So Kev, we're gonna save you for last. So I'll do Steve and then myself before I kick it to you. So Steve, what's your hot take and final? Okay, so if you know me, I, I like metrics, I like analytics. I love Vegas. So same. Before today, it was. It's been teetering. It was LA minus one. And then when the Eckler news came out, it turned to a pick em, And the latest is Washington minus one. But I'm going to go with my gut and I'm going to say Chargers win 21 20. The hot take is that Dustin Hopkins has a chance to hit a field goal. <laughs> oh, hell no, man. So that's my that's my prediction. Hey, Washington football Twitter, I Who love you. Man? You can add yeah. me. My hot take If anybody from our anybody we have some fans came over here from our Twitter, go follow Steve right now. We like Steve. <laughs> Steve's a good man. I'm a, I'm not a homer. I take the home, I take the blinders off. I just call it how I see it. I don't know that our offense, I'm not worried about the defense. I don't know that our offense has done anything. Abke pick six, I'm calling it. So I'm gonna say, <laughs> yeah, we put the game in our kicker's hand and he he messes up. Dev, I want you to put. I want. Hold on. Put. Put what Dev said. Yeah. Put what Dev said on the <laughs> on the list of failed predictions Sorry, Dev Justin. made. Abke pick six goes along with Cam Newton to Washington. That's going to happen. Rogers to Washington. That's going to happen. And Cam Sims to free safety. Cam Newton is going to happen. Cam Newton's not happening. Right. Okay, that's my that's my hot take. I, I digress. After booing Steve. The host of the pod, I Miles, will just come in and say that I think the final score will be twenty-four to sixteen. Chargers. What? Because, because, like Steve, I cannot be a homer. Judas. No, 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 no. I'm. I don't have much confidence in Fitzpatrick yet. I, I still think you had said you said it earlier yourself, Deb, that he only had what twelve preseason snaps himself. Um, Ride straight. I think, straight. No, no, no. I, I think that the quarterback who has the better command of the offense is second string. But he will get better. But my hot take, which is a reversal of my score prediction, if Antonio Gibson is fully healthy because we know he was gimpy ending last season, he could go off for 150 yards and three touchdowns. And then that obviously changes my prediction to a Washington 24-17 to 17 win as well. So it's pretty close. It could go either way. So you just hedge He's riding the fence in, man. Don't you say that. <laughs> Damn, man. You just but, all that. That whole hey, monologue. Just say, I don't the, know. I don't know who's going to win. I have, right now. Which have one no of those are you idea who's going to win the game. If, if there's a gun to my head right now, I'm, I'm going to pick the Chargers just because I don't know what Washington's okay. going to bring. Hey, y'all heard it. Ryan also said he wants the quarterback over Chase. Historically, our football team is not very good week one. I will say that. We somebody seem to find, be a team that, that gels as the season moves along. So somebody find some uh, baby pictures of Rod that charges uh onesie or something. I know there's one out there. <laughs> so so we're two and two. Who's gonna break the tie? I think I think Kevin is you Jeez, we're gonna this is He's going Washington. Yeah. No way, I can't do it. Um, so my score, I think um I think you guys are gonna come out. You will score a touchdown in like the first quarter, but that'll be the end of that. Um, I think it's I think I think our defense and the adjustments we're going to make and you, 
just get ready for this defense. It's going to be exciting. Um, 24-13 final score, and I think Herbert is uh, 75% completion percentage. So I think Ooh, he's wow. going to have a good game. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Tom didn't even do it. 75. Hey, and okay, I'll give you another one for my brother for fun because yeah. he's my co-host. Uh, uh, Asante Samuel Jr., our rookie second-rounder pick, is going to get a pick. Hey, what's Justin Herbert's completion percentage, 20 yards plus, when he pushes the ball then? It's 75% is really high, man. That's incredible. It's pretty, it's pretty it's Fitzpatrick, you it's on the bold takes, day. man. I got to go crazy. I got to say something <laughs> that's stupid, not realistic, and then it happens. And then I you tweet. You look like a genius. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I said that's why I said last night, first two drives are going to result in 14 points for us. I see it. And then we just run not, the ball the rest I, of the game. I appreciate your shameless positivity, Phil. I really do. You you align <laughs> with how I, we feel am, about our I team. I'm an intelligent optimist. I'm an intelligent optimist. We got Justin Sawyer coming in from Facebook saying we're going to smack You're here first. Oh, Justin. Calm down. <laughs> so, but but Kevin, let me ask you this. Yeah. Compare, so we just talked about week one, right? Yeah. How do you feel about your division with the rest of the teams, given, you know, where we are today, um, September 9th? The Raiders suck. Um, I hate the Raiders. They suck. They're just a dumpster fire. Um, I think the Chiefs are the Chiefs, and we're always going to be – dealing with them. I think they're always going to be the a problem unless we can really get our shit together. Um, the Broncos have a great defense, but they're, they don't know what they're doing at quarterback. So that's kind of, it's a strong division, a lot of good defenses. And then the Raiders. Yeah. And, and from a, from an external perspective, all jokes aside, robbery aside, game one aside, what, what is your take? What is your honest take about our team and, and the NFC East in, in like the most sincere, objective way, not even bullshitting about week one? We, we just love to hear it. What, what, what do people think about us? Yeah, I don't, it's the all I really know about you guys is Chase Young and Fitz, Fitz Magic. That's really the yeah. extent of my because we never see you guys. We never run into each other. I do know. Antonio Gibson, because I had to draft him on my fantasy league. You're welcome really for Stan Humphreys, by the way. Are you starting but him? But I started yeah. him week one. I'm not. I'm benching him week one. I love you, okay. bro. I do the same damn thing. So I can't do, you, do it. I do can't do it. Do you sit starters and fantasy? Do you sit starters who are going Dude, against the team? My team is way my more guy. important than fantasy football. I'm my not guy. starting an opposing team. I'll, <laughs> that, that $100 buy-in, whatever. I eat pieces of shit like that for breakfast. I don't care. I'm not starting. I'm not starting him. So, but I will look forward to using him week two and on. So I'm looking forward to him uh, tearing it up later in the season. So I hope that my other hedge bet goes true and you cry yourself to sleep on Sunday when he goes for three touchdowns and 150 yards. Yeah. 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 I'm known to to cry after bad losses. So yeah, I'll I'll send you a picture, but it won't happen. happen. (laughs) What do you think about all the name, name stuff? Not that, I mean, I know it's so far away, but yeah, I don't know, man. There was one that I heard a while ago that I thought was really cool was the Red Tails. I thought that yeah. was a dope name, but that's not in the mix. But I don't know what Washington football team has a ring to it. It's like old school. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm mad the, at I'm it. I'm one of the few who like it, and I'm that's in the minority. Everyone, I'm not mad at it. You know? The the list I saw was I I don't know. I kind of like football team. I don't know. Yeah. There weren't any uh, of them. My favorite team. is football teams. Yeah, shit. That's what they do. It doesn't offend anyone. Not seven and what, yeah, seven and nine last year, seven and eight. Like, oh god, like it's just seven and nine. it's disgusting to me. Like, I'll keep football team if we go 
fucking 15 and two or something like that. Like something ridiculous. <laughs> then you lock it in. You win the Super Bowl uh, yes. as a Washington football team. You can't change your name. Absolutely. The right. That's and the I only know. way. That's the only hey, you way. Know, Have another sub 500 season as a Washington football team. Of like, this is great. Like, if, they go, the, like if they go to the playoffs twice you in a row with that name, you can't change again. Yeah. You get the t-shirts you printed. You can't do it. Yeah. What are you Washington do? is a Washington is a plus four thousand to win a Super Bowl. I mean, I gotta lay a hundred on it, right? Do it. Easy. That's a That's massive easy money. What easy do you money. think the uh, Chargers' record is going to be? Have you done? Have you guys done a, a one through one through um, eighteen? Yeah, I, I I think I think we're a twelve win team. I really do. What? All right. So you think you or Denver is going to make the playoffs? You, dude, what are you asking? Yes, we're going to make right, the playoffs. So, and Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City's going to make the playoffs. So you think two people out of your division is making the playoffs? Yes, 100%. Who's not, who's not making the playoffs for you guys to get in? Who's Maybe. not making the playoffs? I think what Dev's, I think what Dev's saying is that basically both wild – he is he asking is both of your – both wild card spots coming from your division. Like what? It's possible. I think the NFC West is going to have – both wild card uh, spots potentially. So in who, who's in a, who's in the playoffs in the AFC? So that would be what Kansas City probably. Yeah. Bills Buffalo. maybe Bills. Bills. Then you Bills. got um, Patriots. Tennessee. 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 Patriots are going to be back in the playoffs. The you think Miami. Miami or the Patriots. Uh, the question yeah. is like the the Steelers you and still, the Big you still Ben. Got Ra- you still got the Ravens and the Colts and. Well, Ravens we're not too worried about now. They lost both of their running backs. You keep saying you're not worried about it, but they always seem to win 10, 11 games. I know. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's we, like I'm, start, I'm focusing I am on my AFC West, and then I'll start. <laughs> once we get past you guys, then I'll start thinking about the big y'all not winning. Y'all not winning the NFC West, though. It's on AFC West, though. I definitely couldn't win the N- NFC West, yeah. for sure. I mean, the AFC West, you're not I just, I know I'm messing with you. Well, I, 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 I think now. it's very possible, man. Like, the way we played the Chiefs last year, we beat them once. They, they sat their starters, but we took them to overtime in that first game. We just had a shitty coaching staff that made – terrible decisions and a weak defense that played prevent when we were up when we were up one touchdown that's just what happened to us last year we lost five games by one possession like that's ridiculous it's not going to happen this year and you guys have someone on your team so we had a guy uh, a great friend on the on the show a long time ago a couple months maybe six months ago named eric helwig he does a show called bringing the backups his whole shtick on youtube is about analyzing the backup quarterback and I, i like backup quarterbacks you guys have one of the most tenured, reliable backup quarterbacks in the history. He's yeah. been robbing teams for years of money. Oh, yeah. Chase Daniel. Like, he's he's been on Kansas City. He's been in New Orleans. He's been everywhere. We so, drafted I mean, him. We did draft him. That's what That's I'm saying. Right. Like, he's he's a great backup backup quarterback. So, how did he, did he do okay in the preseason? He did all right. But our, yeah. we didn't, as you mentioned, we didn't start much of our offensive line. So, it's hard right. to tell what actually is going on. There's a lot of yeah. pressure and stuff. But, um, there's a there's a there was a really good battle between him and Easton Stick. Like it's yep. just kind of hard to tell. I Boise? think the reason he? Uh, he was uh, North Dakota State. North He's Dakota one State. of the, one of those uh, Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. Yeah, yep. right behind him. But what do you think the weakness is of the Chargers? Special teams, in. special teams. Our until team. proven otherwise, we brought in a whole new coaching staff for that specifically. It's been a huge point of emphasis. So I always am like this during punts and kickoffs because that's just that's. What's gotten us? Hey, that sounds familiar. You know that our punt, our punters like God. Our punters great. Our punt returns last year were 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 scary, and our kicker is scary. He's he's trash juice. Trash juice. That's (laughs) what we want. Oh my god.
He's, he's, yeah, he is not. Uh, is that clear stuff you pour out of a tuna can before you put tuna in a bowl? That's. Oh, God. That's funny. Yeah, but, but so I will say this. I actually predicted the Chargers to be a 10-11 a, a win uh, team this season myself. So I figured, yeah, because of the fact that I think that they're they're clearly ahead of two teams in their division. That They're, they're going to pull out of you four games. they clearly right? ahead of Denver? Uh, yeah. Really? Denver's offense is I think, I think Teddy, they can go either way. Those guys. Yeah, I like Teddy, but I don't like. I don't, I don't. I don't like their 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 running game. Is Melvin Gordon sucks. Yeah, he used to be good. <laughs> right, used yeah, to, yeah. yeah. And then he, yeah, they don't get me started no, on Noah him. Noah Fan is good. Yeah, Noah Fan's good. I got him. Everyone, they got a bunch, got a bunch of young receivers too, and a defense. Well, I, I just don't. I just, I don't know. I I have more questions about Denver's offense than ours, and there's a lot of we don't knows with both. Um, I predicted. I mean, I'm still predicting us to be a 10 and 17 as well. Um, some of that comes from the glory of being in the uh, the NFC East. That always helps. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that. I mean, I predicted a a, a, lar- a larger margin of victory, and I probably should because it's the unexpected thing. If I predict a close score, it's going to be a blowout. I do honestly think that these are two very comparable teams. The two teams are both on their way up. So I think that if anything else, this is going to be a very interesting matchup. Um, but I just, like I said, I have just certain visions I'm seeing of how this game is going to start now will be the difference. But you're going to see for three quarters of this game, it's going to be just a back and forth. It's going to be uh, a fun battle. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Take that before before we go to our shout out segment, Kev. That's the way we end every pod. So we know that the Cowboys are playing the Buccaneers right now. They're tied seven seven in the second Oof. quarter. So we're obviously interested in this game as well. But oh, snap off the football zone. <laughs> but what's, what's, back, what's your prediction for this game? I may or may not we're tied seven seven. But who do you think is going to pull out and be victorious? If you me? give a damn, yeah. Me? Ah, God, I I hate Tampa Bay. So let's say. But I don't like Cowboys either. That's a tough hey, one, man. That's how I feel, that's man. That's a tough one. I don't know. Like I have, um, I think Godwin playing right now in fantasy, so maybe he gets a touchdown. Oh snap! I forgot fantasy football started today. Yeah, a touchdown <laughs> from him and a tie. That's what I'm looking for in this I'll, game. Hey, I'll take a tie. I'll take a tie. <laughs> Give you guys a chance a little later on in the season. Oh, they're both lost. I'll take that. So, like I said, we end every pod with shout out. So I'm gonna at least kick it off and say, hey, shout out to to Kevin and the Charger Chat Pod. Join us this evening, man. It's been fun. Uh, I definitely like talking with other opponents, other fans of other organizations, other podcasts, whatever. And we look, you gave us some great insight, some great enemy intelligence <laughs> of what we should face on Sunday. I hope you're wrong. I hope we do not lose to you guys, but it's been a pleasure having you on this pod. Um, Phil, who's your shots this evening? I was going to be a real pleasure whenever we win and then get him on here the next day. Shout out to our to the whole Facebook group because they've been really coming strong lately with a lot of activity. You know, we're up over 6,500 members now, uh, which is really nice. Which more of them would actually, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel, calling you all out. Um, especially shout out to Fred, who is basically disowning everybody in the group who doesn't subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> Hot police love you know, and always enjoy the love and 
Should I shout out Parker Hamlet? Because we're cool now. We give everyone love out here, man. Shout out to Parker Hamlet. If anybody was following the the, the Twitter goings-ons in Washington football land on Monday, you'll understand uh, what I'm referring to. But uh, shout out to Parker. It's everything's good. We're all good. It's all wonder water under under the bridge. Yeah, Kevin. A little sidebar there: the Washington football team, Washington Redskins, whatever you want to call us. We are like a trailer park, backwoods ghetto project living family that we punch each other in the mouth on Monday and then we go out to dinner on Tuesday and everything's good. So awesome. that's what that's in reference to. Awesome. <laughs> it, it, it got it got nasty. Uh, I, I may I may have ethered that dude a bunch of times uh, on Twitter. That's that's what we do. That's what we do. Dev, who gets your shouts this evening, man? Um, I don't know. Nobody. Not sure. Job. <laughs> no, definitely not them. Jeez, man. If I have one, yeah, you, you'll be good. You'll be. I good. hope so. But uh, shout out to Kevin for showing up for the podcast. Thanks, brother. I really didn't have any shout outs, but that's my guy now. I'm going to follow him on Twitter. He's going to be the only other let's team that I follow, man. Let's, 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 let's go at it on Sunday, man. It'll be fun. Oh, I Absolutely. can't wait to talk cash money. Absolutely. I look forward to that. It did not say anything if we're losing. That's how it's going to roll. Steve? Yeah, I mean, keep it simple. Hey, Kevin, thanks for joining us. Shout out to you guys in the, the Charger chat pod and, and – um, I know we couldn't get Kyle and, and, and Adam on here, but tell those guys hi for us. Wish we could have met him. It would have been great. Good luck to you guys. Good luck to you guys you know, for the whole season. And maybe we'll see you guys in, in, in the show. Who, who knows? But, hey, thank you for joining us. You know, when we were doing some research about who we wanted to partner with for, for this week and, you know, ran into you guys and explored the opportunities, I was like, man – we we got to get those guys and and, and thank we you so much for being it. so so gracious with your time and, and 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 working with us and we really appreciate you having on and um yeah you guys are doing some great things out there at your your uh your your podcast and YouTube channel so keep up the good work and you you guys are are, are killing it so quick quick Thanks, question bro. I got a question too is that a damn infinity stone behind your head Steve what the hell is that that's my Washington football uh, I know what it was you know, like yeah get a win you know some. So I got yeah. I got I got a question for Kevin real quick. Where'd you find that dude, Craig? Craig? He's from Texas, man. Found him <laughs> found him on Twitter. He's amazing. He's amazing. Like, he's, our, he's our fourth Beatle. He drops I, in and I, gives I, us. I, some I saw where he it, like he gets his own like segment and everything. And I was just like, who is this dude? Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's kind of awesome. out there. He's awesome. I mean, He's awesome. Uh, he played. He played, and he, you know, he has good insights, especially when the games come around. And we can really get into the X's and O's. We also have an awesome one, like because we're a fan podcast, man. We're bringing on people. If if somebody has a good idea and pitches it to us, we try it. So we started a new segment called Bolt History. Is a guy who's been a fan since the early '70s. He gives us a, a history lesson every week. So nice. it's fun, man. It's bringing our community. Hey, together, that's stronger. that's that fills like our same. He's our resident yeah. historian. We started a series called Washington Way Back. Nice. Phil goes in and educates we us because he is our oh, human computer for the team. So. And I want to shout out—I want to shout out you guys. Your music, your song at the beginning—that's that's where it's at, guys. How hey, do I get Dev. one of those for our podcast? That's Dev. 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 He Dev. produced that. That's we him. Oh, bro, him. that was really good. We don't have the heart to tell Phil is autism, by the way. That's why I should never that say might that. Might be somewhere <laughs> on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't have the. The only spectrum I'm not on is uh, Rod's internet. Yeah, fucks oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so far though. So let me knock on wood again. But yeah, 
typically I've been dropping off the past couple of podcasts, man. But yeah, one, once again, Kevin in the Charger Chat Pod community, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, best wishes and, and nothing but health to your team this season. Likewise, likewise, you know, stay healthy, boys. Have fun. That's all you want, like. Oh yeah, is COVID bad want- over there in San Diego? Uh, it's He's pretty much the same everywhere, same everywhere from what I've gathered. Yeah, yeah it's never good anywhere, I guess. It's no, like- we're <laughs> going to be wearing masks at the game. We got season tickets, so we'll be there with masks on in week two. Awesome, man. No, so, uh, yeah, like I said, stay safe. And like I said, thanks for joining us, man. Be good. My pleasure. Thank you guys so much. Peace.